Greetings, beautiful people, and welcome to a new episode of Bad Thought Therapy. It has been a great day in the neighborhood. I pray that you and your family are well. Today's message is going to be, You Have Options, the Gift of Choice, one of the greatest gifts that we are given, each of us is given, is the gift of choice, to be able to choose not what happens to us, but how we respond. And I just want you to know that, and I, I, you might have heard this message before, because I've done, if you are on Spotify and you've listened to my other messages, you know that I talk so much about this gift called choice. And I want you to use it. And the exigence, <clears throat> what prompted me to do this was I watched a very sad story that, that happened so much. It's not about people, so that's why I didn't put the name of anybody here. But it's about a young man who is in prison in Mississippi, and he will never get out because he brutally planned and killed a woman when he found out or when he thought she was pregnant. And so he didn't think, or maybe he didn't, I don't know what happened, but he didn't know that he had options. This woman was troubled. I'm going to put it that way, based on the news story. And we try to be so careful that we don't do victim blaming or victim shaming. But the reality is she had a lot of issues and he didn't know how to respond to that. And maybe he thought the only way to end whatever issues that he had was to take her life, which was wrong. It's inexcusable. Um, There's no justification. It doesn't matter what a person does. And so that's why I'm doing this, because the story that I watched is a very common story. This happens a lot. Somebody, you know, doesn't like a girl, doesn't love a girl, and ends up, and she ends up getting pregnant or saying that she's pregnant. And the next thing you know, she is, is dead. And the number one cause of death for pregnant women is homicide. So I think I'm going to add this to my mother to son segment. If you're new to Bad Thought Therapy, welcome, welcome, welcome. I have different segments. You can go to badthoughttherapy.com. And listen to some of my other episodes. And Mother to Son is where I just speak to young men. I'm an educator um, full-time. Have been an educator for over 30 years. And I am a mother. I'm a blessed mother of a beautiful daughter. However, I always tell people I've given birth to many sons through my um, life. My job as an educator. And I feel so blessed to be connected with many of my former students. And I just... Um, I thank God for the opportunity to not try to replace their mothers, but to speak in their lives as a mother. And so I'm going to make this a part of my mother to son segment. Every episode that I've done is not on my website, but you can find quite a few. If you go to badthoughttherapy.com and you go to the different pages, there is a page mother to son and there are episodes and so I'm going to make this, um, even though this could be for anybody, I'm just going to kind of target young men or older men. You do not have to take someone's life because you're in a bad relationship. And, and it was so interesting because I actually watched 
two different um, shows about sort of the same thing where somebody was in a bad relationship, they wanted to get out, and instead of using the gift of choice and coming up with constructive ways to deal with these relationships or get out of these relationships, in one case, the man attempted to murder the woman and she survived. Now that was a very interesting case. Um, she survived it. He's in prison. He's an older guy, so he's probably going to pass away in prison. But this other case that I saw not long ago, it was a young man and he had his whole life ahead of him. Um, he came from parents who were trying to teach him how to do the right thing. And now he is never going to get out of prison because I didn't know this, but in Mississippi, you get murdered, there is no parole. So he's not coming out. So I just want to speak on this. And I pray that somebody's life is, is saved. Somebody's life is transformed in a constructive way, in a positive way. You do have choices. And your first choice may be to do something bad, but you have to work through it. So thank you again for tuning in. And we're going to keep this video presentation going. What um, I want you to understand just first off is that in order for you to have a high quality life and to be able to live a life of um, self-actualization, you have to take full ownership of your life. And what that means is, is while you may not be able to control everything that happens to you, you can control how you respond. And you also have to be mindful that as human beings, we all make mistakes. And I'm going to do an episode, this is just going to kind of be for everybody, even though this episode is for Mother to Son. But I just want you to know that even when you make mistakes, you have to learn that there are always constructive ways to respond to what you do and to what other people do. And what you don't want to do is limit yourself to one option to responding. So as I mentioned um, before, there were two different, interesting enough, there were two different cases. Two men are now in prison. They are not coming out of prison. One was a guy like in his 60s. And the other one was a young man like 19, 18, 19, 20 years old. And they both are in prison because they, one did kill a woman and the other one attempted, well, he was convicted of attempting to kill this woman. And as a result of that, he's not giving, getting out of jail. They both were in tumultuous relationships. And I'm speaking to my sons today because, number one, you want to be mindful of the people that you choose to be in a relationship with. If you choose bad women, you're going to have bad outcomes. It doesn't mean though that it's the end of the world. It doesn't mean that you gotta, you know, deal with it forever. And I'm gonna speak on that. You have to learn how to get out of these situations in a constructive way because taking someone's life is wrong. Trying to hurt someone is wrong. And in the end, the very thing that you're trying to get, which is freedom, you're going to lose it. And it does not 
have to be this way. So you have to take ownership of your life. And if you're new to bad thought therapy, I have to say this right off the gate. Um, everything I say has a spiritual base. And when I say spiritual, I'm not talking about religion. I'm talking about a relationship, a personal unique, intimate relationship with the Most High God, the one who made the sun, the planets, the trees, the stars, the moon. I I want you to know that that is going to always be your saving grace. And this God is real. People can say he's not real and they don't believe. He may believe in them and they don't believe in him, but he is real. And he will help you navigate through difficult times. And it doesn't mean that you just talk to God and pray. You have to talk to people. But the whole goal of this particular podcast is for you to avoid having to spend time in jail or losing or going through unnecessary pain and stress. So we're going to talk about you have options. I am sort of going to lean towards relationships, although this could be for anything. You could be um, having financial issues and you are trying to find a way to turn that around. You have options. You could be dealing with something on your job and you're frustrated. You may want to resign. You may want to um, lash out. You have options. You're in a bad relationship. It's toxic and you you feel like your backup is against the wall and you're afraid of something. It may be losing, it may be embarrassment, whatever it is. Just know that you have options. You don't have to stop breathing fresh air. You don't have to end up in prison. You don't have to end up on the six o'clock news. You don't end, have to end up shaming your family. You don't have to end up sitting somewhere and dealing with regret and being tortured by bad memories, you have options. And that's the first thing I want you to understand. You have options. And if you get fixated, this is what happens in so many sad cases. People get fixated on one way of dealing with it. And there's something about us as humans where the first thing that comes to our mind a lot of times is something negative. No judgment there because we all have it. If we're going to be honest and truthful, the first thing that may pop up is something negative. But you have to understand, and and again, if you're new to bad thought therapy, one of the things that I emphasize, so if you hear it before you go hear it again, it's going to sound redundant, is that your mind is like a remote control. You determine what thoughts are going to play out in your mind. So let's say a negative thought comes up. You're thinking about, okay, I'm going to take somebody's life or I'm going to commit some kind of crime. I'm going to steal or whatever you're coming up with. You have to understand those are the thoughts of the enemy. You have to resist. You have to fight. You have to rebuke them. You do not have to accept that that is your only option because it is not your only option. The honorable way is the best way and the only way. And I don't care what anybody tells you in the end, when you operate honorably, that is when you will come out on top in the end. It may not seem like that as you're going through the fire. 
as you're getting through the other side of trouble and pain and frustration. But if you will make the choice to stand and do the right thing, you will come out on top. And you don't have to lose unnecessarily. When you make bad decisions, and I'm saying this because I love you, yes, sometimes you lose. But the material things can be gained. But if you lose your freedom because you hurt somebody, you take somebody's life, you lose that forever. And you may not ever, ever be able to have someone come back and overturn the decision. And, you know, sometimes that does happen. But you don't even want to face a situation like that. So you have to know that, yes, we do as humans have a tendency, for whatever the reason, to come up with the negative first. It takes a while to really work on and condition your mind not to let those thoughts, entertain those thoughts at all, but they pop up. But know that, don't ever give in and resist, and we're going to talk about how to get out of these negative situations. So I am so proud of you that you are listening, you're taking the time to listen. These um, episodes, I'm putting them on YouTube just because I'm trying to expand my audience. I was led to do that. I hope that more people listen and are healed and are blessed. And as I said before, I'm a full-time educator um, and I am a former business owner. And I just do this on the side and I want to just put something out there that's positive. There's so much negativity out there, but I want to be able to put something out there that's positive that people can use that is helpful. And so you can, I have slides, but you really could just be listening to this as you're taking a walk, as you're driving in your car. They're just slides that I took off of uh, PowerPoint. So just know that. And I hope and pray that this is a blessing to you. So the first thing is, if you're facing a bad situation, and we all do at some different seasons of our lives we face challenges and what I want you to know is one of the absolute greatest blessings that the most high God gives us is the gift of choice choice is a gift and when you're facing any tough situation what I want you to do is to always take some time to get quiet get alone get by yourself I know it's good to talk to people. We're going to get there. But first, you need to get alone. You need to get by yourself. You need to turn off everything. Turn off your phone. Turn off your computer and television or whatever electronic devices you have. Let people know, you know, you're taking just a moment or, you know, to have some quiet time. And even if you take this alone time at night when you normally would, you know, you're sleeping anyway, You need time alone. And what you need to do first and foremost is you always need to seek the face of God. You need to just talk to him, talk to him and, you know, and reaffirm that you don't want to hurt anybody. Confess that you are having these thoughts. And um, the thing about God that's so powerful is God really does hear because he's real And even though you will get a response and it won't be in an audible voice, you will know it's from God. Because when you go to God and you seek God for answers and when you seek God for um, guidance, excuse me, he will always speak to you. 
but it is it's in your heart it's a it's it's so beautiful he'll start to speak to your heart he'll start to give you thoughts that you have not had before and those thoughts are answers that address whatever problem you're dealing with and it's never going to be to hurt somebody else god has created you to help he has not created you to hurt and while as humans because we're flawed and we have problems and we have we make mistakes we do but there's a difference between hurting maliciously and hurting just because of our imperfections as human beings and our shortcomings so what you want to do is you want to talk to God and you want to pour out everything and the beautiful thing is you don't have to be judged if you tell God what your real feel he already knows your real feelings are and you confess to him you're releasing outwardly what you need to get out of you that is hurting you the anguish the pain the frustration the turmoil and releasing that actually takes a burden off of you but you do it safely you don't have to worry about anybody repeating what you said or shaming you you don't have to pay anybody you don't have to set an appointment to go anywhere god is real and he listens and you need to cheer out what is going on and the first thing you need to know is you need to ask ask the most high god for solutions for answers ways to deal with this situation now i'm going to say this you know god answers in our hearts but god also sends messengers you know the he speaks through people what comes from him generally doesn't come from a tree it comes from a person so through a person excuse me it comes from god but it comes through a person so god will send people in your life mentors and inspirational speakers and motivational speakers and coaches and different kinds of people that speak life and what they will tell you is every for every problem there are five solutions and you got to believe that so even if your back is against a wall and you think and this is what gets us we have an imagination and when we let our imagination run, run wild we can come up with worst case scenarios faster than we can come up with solutions and things that we can do in a way to respond that is constructive but you got to understand that's the enemy probably the worst thing you could ever imagine will never ever happen you have to make sure that you don't become an agent of darkness and give in to these dark feelings and this is why you've got to release them to the most high god and you have to cry out and you have to ask for help and you have to ask for um forgiveness and guidance and wisdom and god will give it to you and what he will do is he will send people in your life to speak to you he will begin to show you other ways of dealing with it. Now what you want to do is you want to ask him to whom you should speak. Because sometimes when you're in a bad situation, you do need to talk to somebody as I always say that. You know, you say, you know, sometimes I'll be talking to somebody and they'll say something, you know, I'll say I'm glad that I had a talk with you because there's always another way of looking at things, but you need to understand that there is no problem that is too big for God to fix. you have to be willing to surrender and humble yourself to God so that he can guide you because what you don't want to do I want to emphasize this every single day people end up self sabotaging their lives 
and they had five or six or seven or eight or nine, ten different options rather than to hurt another human being. I don't care what a person is doing. You don't have to hurt another human being, and we're going to talk about that. But remember, choice is a gift. Now, when somebody gives you a gift, you can open it and you can appreciate it, or you can toss it to the side and you can devalue it. But God has given you this gift, and that's what you need to understand. Start to think about these options. And so we're going to talk about when you sitting down and once you've had your prayer, I want you to get quiet. Learn how to have moments where you are perfectly still and you are quiet again. Everything is turned on and you are asking God to speak to your heart, asking God to heal your mind, asking God to show you what to do because he does not want you imprisoned. He does not want you on the six o'clock news. He does not want you tormented by regret and mistakes. So just Keep that in mind because God wants you to live. He wants you to have life more abundantly. He wants you to be an agent agent of light and not darkness and death. So you have to believe that. You have to embrace that. You have to open yourself up to that because there is never an excuse to hurt anybody. And here's the thing. This is something that I don't think you understand. You're not going to get away with it. It, whether if you if you were to get away with it now, it'll come out later, because whatever you do in the darkness is going to come out in the light. And there are people that pray every day, and I'm one of them, that for things that have been covered to be uncovered, when there is no remorse, when there is no justice, and so I just want you to know you're not going to get away with it, and so you shouldn't ever do it. And yes, okay, you think it. We all do. Don't don't let anybody fool you. We all have that thought. But remember, you your conscious mind has power more than you ever knew. You do not have to act on every thought. You can control what thoughts are going to play out. It's just like remote control. You press the stop button. You press the fast forward button. You can press the rewind button. But you do not have to entertain negative, dark thoughts that are caught that are going to cause you to be destroyed and other people to be destroyed. Again, I'm going to emphasize all through this presentation that you have choices. So what I want you to do is when you are in a toxic situation, you just need to know you have the choice of getting out. You don't have to if you, it, first of all, in, in both of these episodes it was very interesting. The older guy, he was in a toxic relationship. He had been married, and he had a, a good wife, actually. Um, but he, when he was working on, you know, getting his money and building his wealth, he wasn't really there with his wife and his children. And he ended up divorcing his wife, and he basically married a woman who was like a trophy woman. He just married this woman, but she was toxic. You know, and this, this happens a lot. I don't know why, but... People make the choice to be with these vain women because they look good and that's all they are, good looking. That's some people, that's all they got is the good looks. But they don't have a good heart, they don't have a good mind. And he was dealing with this toxicity. And let me tell you something, when you're in a bad relationship, it's only going to get worse. It does not get better. It does not matter what you do or what you say. 
it's not going to get better. And so what you have to be able to do is you need to get out of it. You need to stop dealing with toxic people. If you, you know, get any material things that you can, but be willing to let those things go. And I'm a witness that God will replace those things. You will get more. And so, but you have to be willing to walk away because if you're in a toxic situation, you can lose your freedom. You can lose your life. You can end up hurting someone else. And again, having to deal with the consequences of that, whether it is incarceration, whether it is, you know, a bad memories, whether it is a shame, embarrassment, not being able to get another job because you're a felon, it's not worth it. Let go of toxic people. You cannot change them. You cannot help them. You are not their God. You can't be their savior. You have to let them go. You made the choice to be with this person. We all make mistakes. We all make bad choices. Now you can also make the choice to say, I let you go. No hard feelings. Don't hate anybody. Let me just say this. I believe that when you're in bad relationships, you do the righteous thing. And when you're letting go of a bad relationship, you always want to say, you know what? I thank God for you that, you know, the lessons were learned in my life. I'm letting go. I'm moving on. And you got to get away. Because you got different situations. You got people that are trying to hurt you, or you have people that know you and they're going to push those buttons and they're going to let you hurt them. And they hope you they survive because then you're going to be locked up and, every, and it's not worth it. So you have to make a decision to let them go. Sometimes you can tell them you're getting out and sometimes you can't. But you need to say, I'm getting out. I do believe you should tell your family and friends, this relationship is toxic without getting into a lot of <clears throat> intricate, ugly details. But I'm, I'm getting out of this relationship. I want everybody to know I don't have anything against this person. But I, this person is not the best person for me. I wish them well and you're gone. You need to make that um, affirmation, that declaration, excuse me, allow you to tell people and let everybody know, but let it, don't let it be bitter. And one of the episodes that I'm getting ready to do is about, you know, once you face your problem and you deal with it, you let it go. You don't want to keep looking back at the past because once this person becomes your past, that past cannot be reversed or undone. So you have to keep toxic people in your past. I'm a witness. If you don't, the only thing you do is prolong your suffering your pain, and you can possibly lose your life. It is not worth it. Lose your freedom. It is not worth it. You have a choice. Let them go. And you need to, you need to get up and you need to go. And that going needs to be physical. Sometimes you literally have to get up and move and you need to, you know, and and I do believe even though restraining orders are just sheets of paper, You might need to file something with the police department and let them know I'm getting out of this toxic relationship. They can have X, Y, Z because nothing is more important. No material thing is more important than your life, your life and your freedom. Nothing because you don't want to go to prison. Let me tell you something. You don't want to go to prison. It is a very bad place to be. And you don't have to go there and you don't have to end up losing your life either. And yes, take precautions. Now, I'm not one of those kind of mothers that will tell you to be passive and and let somebody hit you and you don't hit them back. But you do everything you can 
to try to avoid having that negative kind of confrontation. And it may mean you may have to let go of some material things, but you need to let go, get away, get, and I say go ghost. You know, I'm one of those people. Now we got social media, make it hard for the person because most people who are toxic, the way that they get their high is by having a victim to release their toxicity on. People who are abusers and they're negative and they're toxic and they're really agents of darkness, that is how they get their thrill. They have to have someone to project all of that onto. And if you're in their presence, you will be that person. And that's why you have to remove yourself from their presence. You don't have to hurt anybody. Now, they attack you. You try to, you know, refrain them. Don't let yourself be beat up and all this and injured. Um, but this is what happened to this one case with the older guy who's sitting in prison. The lady had slashed him and beat him up. And he just kept taking it again. She was an attractive-looking woman to him. And he didn't care. As long as she looked good, he didn't want to, I guess, find somebody else and be in a healthy relationship. He was willing to take that. And now the consequence of that, he is in prison and he will die in prison. He probably, they when the mortician is called, they'll be calling him to come to the prison to get his body. And this man was a very successful man, very wealthy, worked hard, built his wealth, but he chose vanity. And when you choose vanity, you're going to suffer. So he could have just walked away, you know, a situation where he could have gotten a divorce and just walked away. But instead, he tried to stay in it, and now he's in prison. She almost died. That was an interesting case, because I don't know who did what, but all I know is he's in prison, and he's lost everything. And it didn't have to be this way. Then the other case... The young man was dealing with someone who was mentally disturbed. She kept saying she was pregnant, and it is evidence now that she really wasn't pregnant, and he didn't want to have a child. And he told her that when he first, when she first started bringing up, you know, that she was pregnant, sending him pictures, <clears throat> excuse me, of her stomach. He was like, you know, we need to take a pill or whatever. He didn't want the child, and this is what happens when you have sex with women and you don't like them or love them, this is one of the possible consequences. Now, even though, let's say she was pregnant, he could have, you know, he didn't have to kill her. And even though he didn't want to have a child and she wanted to have it, he could have dealt with that situation and he would have been alive. And I, you know, let me tell you something, when you do the honorable thing, God will bless you. And he could have just had the child, even if she was pregnant, she wasn't. But what he should have stopped doing was having communication with her. He should have said, okay, whatever you do, let me know when you do it. And I'm not having any more communication. And yes, it is an adjustment. And no, it's not easy. But you do not want to make that one choice. You want to let people know what's going on. In this case, in both cases, the men told nobody what was going on. The daughter in the other, the man's with the older guy, he had older children. And he told one of his daughters about it. Um, And this is what you have to do. You have to tell people and you have to get the police involved. You don't need to be embarrassed because you don't, it's more embarrassing for you to be on the six o'clock news than it is for you to be embarrassed because you, you made a bad choice and you chose a witch to lie down with. And that's what these people did, these men did. And son, I don't want that to happen to you. So you have to understand, you got to get out, let them go. 
That's choice number one. Let people go. Well, choice number one, I said before, go to God. Ask God for his wisdom, his guidance, his peace, and and, and you want to get real wisdom. And he will send people. And then you want to let these people go. When you're in a toxic situation, if you're in a situation where, you know, you can, I'm talking about your job, not a relationship, because some of these situations are dealing with employment and financial stuff. You want to look at other options, but what you want, I'm talking about relationships mainly, you want to let them go. Let them go and do not let them back in your life. Now, when you're leaving, you want to try to get, if it's your material things are involved, try to get, if it's, if you value that, try to get what you can, um, you know, and then, you know, move that out. Try to be, you know, careful about how you do that. Sometimes you have to plan. You know, there's no African proverb. When your hand is in a lion's mouth, you got to ease it out. Sometimes you can't just let people know what you're doing, but get out if you value that. But I say when it comes to bad, toxic relationships where there has been some kind of physical violence, you need to get away and just let all that stuff go. And I know that's hard to do. I know it's easier said than done, but you need to do that because what you don't want to do is you don't want to be in jail. If you get somebody pregnant and you don't want that child, it is better for you to deal with this person if they really are pregnant, let them have that child, get the paternity test because if, if you're dealing with somebody that toxic, you may not that may not even be your child. And if it is, okay, you do what you have to do responsibly and be financial and be there for your child. And God will bless you. Trust and believe. I'm not just saying this to say it. I'm talking about what I know, what I've seen over and over again. I'm almost 60 years old. And I'm telling you, son, what I know. When you do the right thing, in the end, blessings upon blessings fall upon you. But you don't want to take anybody's life. Even if you didn't want that child even if you didn't want to deal with a crazy person. And again, make the choice to also reveal, get the police involved, let the police know, I'm not trying to deal with this person anymore. I'm letting this person go. I want to keep breathing fresh air. This is what this person is doing. Make a record of it. and But get a weight. Even if you, sometimes you even have to physically get up and move. You got you to gotta let these people go. And again, when people are hurting and, and dealing with whatever demonic possession they're dealing with, the whole thing is they get the high and the joy from projecting outward and then looking for somebody. And you have to make yourself unavailable. And if you don't make yourself unavailable, they're going to keep doing it. There's, no, there's nothing you can do or say to get them to change. And I know sometimes we want that. And in this case of this older guy, it was really interesting. He really just stayed with this woman because she was attractive. There was no other way that he got nothing out of this relationship because everything was given to her. And he basically just had her, as he said himself in one of his messages, she was a trophy wife. And he was caught up into that and he didn't have to have it. He could have had joy, he could have had peace. And when people focus on the wrong things, when they focus on looks and not love, and, and they focus on lust and not love, there's always going to be bad outcomes. Same thing with a young man. It was all lust. He met this girl at a bar. She was she was toxic, you know, based on the reports. You know, the news is 
they try to be very careful because even though she was a victim, she was not a good person. And I, I know that would be hard for a family to accept. But she, and she didn't deserve to die because she wasn't a good person, but she wasn't a good person. I'll say that because nobody deserves to die. But she was wicked. And so he felt like the only choice he had was to take her out. He didn't. Now he's never getting out of prison. And this young man had a future, a bright future, a wonderful future. And I don't want you to mess up your future by doing the same thing. So understand you have choices. One of the other gifts that we have um, with choice is that we have the choice to be able to talk to people. And you do have to be careful with whom you share personal things. So really pray about God sending a mentor, um, an inspirational um, coach in your life, somebody in your life that you can talk to and they can help you sort through the solutions, but you do need to talk to somebody. You don't need to just leave everything to to the enemy and let everything negative stay inside, but talk to someone and, and ask them to help you, you know, find solutions. Now, again, you got to be mindful. You got to pray because you got people now that if you're going through something, they'll tell you to do something bad. They'll say, okay, well, we'll they'll help you do something bad. And you don't want that because then both of you will be in prison or dead or whatever the case may be, but it won't be good. Remember, you want to be honorable. God, my son, honors your good choices and your good heart. Yes, we make mistakes. We fall short. And he is a forgiving and he is a loving God, but he wants you to make the choice and the effort to do good no matter what. And that's what I want to emphasize to you. Find someone to talk to that can help you. Let them know, hey, I've got a situation. This person is doing A, B, C, D. I just need someone to talk to to help me sort through what's the best thing to do. I say when it, when you're dealing with a person, um, if you already have these feelings like, hey, you know, you want to do something violent or whatever, you do need to talk to the police. You know, how do I get out of this? You know, what is the best route to take? Um, again, y- you have to take ownership of your life. And when you make mistakes, there are consequences. Now, those consequences don't have to be the end of your life, that you don't have to suffer forever. But you may have to face that consequence where you've got to deal with that situation. In this first case with the older guy, he would have lost money. He could have gotten divorced, but see, he had enough money where he could have gotten him some more money. But instead, now he has nothing. He has no money. He has no freedom. He has no health insurance. He has nothing. When all he had to do was let that toxic person go and he would have moved on with his life. And yes, it would have hurt because when you make bad choices, you will lose. But, here's the big but, you don't have to lose everything. And that's the thing about you have options, you have choices, you are, you may have to lose. The younger guy, same thing. He, unless she wasn't pregnant. She was just saying that she was pregnant because the girl had mental issues and she was trying to trap him and she wanted attention for him. This girl went to the bar every night, was drinking. I don't know why he didn't put two and two together. She's saying she's pregnant. 
But then she's saying she's drinking all this liquor. She's at the bar by herself now. She's so lonely, doesn't have a friend. that She's by herself getting drunk. And so same thing in the other case, too. The lady was an alcoholic. So you're dealing with not only a person who's mentally ill, but now you bring in the element of chemicals, alcohol, that's really exacerbating this person's mental illness and other problems. And the next thing you know, you got a disaster. He had choices. And all he had to do was say, you know what? I don't want this child. If you had a baby, you had a baby, let me know. And do whatever he could do because that's still his child. And do not accept. If she gets violent, you got to get the police involved, but you got to talk to someone. So that is another thing about choice. You always want to, you know, face other, you know, talk to other people and, and face the fact that, yes, you may lose, but if you make the right decision, you won't lose everything. And probably the worst case scenario that you have imagined in your mind will never even happen. And I'm going to tell you something about God, too. If you repent of your sins and your mistakes, God will fix it. You don't have to do anything. I, I'm, I'm, let me tell you something. I'm a witness. I, Mama, not going to lie to you. I'm a witness. God will fix these situations where he would take care of people in a way, and he does it different ways. And, and I've learned, you know, I don't tell him what to do, but I just say, God, fix it. I'm overwhelmed. This person is bothering me or tried to kill me, whatever the case may be. And let me tell you what God will do. God will fix it where they can't get to you. He'll fix it where they have so many problems they ain't even got time to deal with you. You just let him fix it. You you ask God to fix it, and he will remove And then something, not God, not celebrating it, because you don't ever want to gloat and be happy about somebody's calamity, but they will have enough calamity where they cannot even deal with you anymore. They cannot hurt you anymore. They cannot bother you anymore. But remember, son, your number one choice is to be righteous no matter what and be honorable to God and be a source of light and not darkness. And in the end, let me tell you, he will take care of it. So that is another powerful gift. Well, I'm going to wrap up the presentation. There's just one more other slide to go, but I want to just recap everything. The first thing I want you to know is that you're not a bad person because you make mistakes, because you fall short, because you have issues. We all do. No one can judge you because everyone struggles through the same thing, some variation of the same thing. The difference is, is that you don't want to be controlled by your emotions. You don't want to let dark and negative thoughts rule you. You have them, but you have to know how to cast them out. You have to know how to shut them down, rebuke them, and you have to know how to replace them with good thoughts. And that is the blessing of choice is that you have the choice rather than meditating on these worst case scenarios and letting your imagination go, wow, you have the choice of also thinking about the positive. And sometimes the positive is just, first of all, a life lesson. You dealt with this person, you're like, Lord, if you get me out of this, I've learned my lesson. I will not deal with another crazy person again. I will make 
better choices. I will, you know, sometimes if you're going through something on your job, I was just talking to somebody, sometimes when we go going th- through things on our jobs, it's motivation for us to start to be creative and look for other options and start saving our money and, and, and asking God for ideas. And it's not to be miserable and complain. It's so that we can grow. That, that feeling of um, discomfort and frustration can be used as a catalyst to find something better discover something that we didn't even think we could do. And so instead of focusing on all the negative, focus on that bright future, have a dream, have a goal. And even though, you know, you're, you're frustrated, keep that goal and that dream tucked in your heart and slowly and keep working on it. I recently heard a young man share his testimony. um, And he was saying how it took years for him to get, you know, to where he is today. And sometimes we see people and we see the glory and there's a story behind their success that we don't see. We don't see the pain. We don't see the sweat. We don't see the tears. But you, we all go through that. And I want you to just stay focused on the good. That's the choice that you have. You're getting out of your bad situation. You don't have to take the law into your own hands. The first thing you do above all things You go to the Most High God, and every day you spend some quiet time talking to Him. Every day you spend quiet time listening. Every day you spend time focusing on what is good in your life instead of what is bad. Because sometimes when the bad is amplified, we think, oh, my life is ruined. I've got all these issues. No, your life is not ruined. God did not make you to be tortured and to suffer. He made you to have life and to have it more abundantly. And it's all about our choice. He has given us the gift of choice. It's what we decide to do no matter what somebody else is doing. If you're in a bad relationship, my son, you have to get out. Sometimes you have to ease yourself out. Sometimes you need to just get out right now. But you've got to get out because if you keep dealing with a dark and toxic and negative and violent person, nothing but bad is going to come out of that. The the good news is your gift is that you don't have to stay in that. I don't, and I just, you know, you don't want to choose looks and, and then end up losing everything. You don't want to choose lust and then losing your freedom, your life, your, your material possessions, everything. And you don't want, you don't have to do that. The way that you deal with that is you acknowledge the fact that you made a bad choice and that you ask God to help you and give you wisdom and guidance to get out. And when you repent of your mistake and you acknowledge your mistake and you do the righteous thing, I'm going to tell you something, God will fix it. God will fix it in ways you could never imagine or think. But again, two men are now in prisons. One is in a prison in Florida. He's an older man. And one is in a prison in Mississippi, and they're never getting out of prison. And they will all, they cannot breathe fresh air. They got to deal with all kinds of horrific things going on. And this does not have to happen. They made the choice to try to, one person tried to kill, according to the, to the courts. This That one case, I don't know about, but he tried to kill. Nevertheless, he stayed in a toxic relationship all over lust. The other one, a young man, met a, a toxic woman 
a very crazy, mentally disturbed young woman. No, she didn't deserve to die, but she was off. And all he had to do was just let her go. Say, you know what, I'm not talking anymore. If you do have a baby, you know, contact, you know, Discord and, and, and whatever and contact my parents or whatever, and I'll handle myself. And, you know, and let her go. And that's, he would not be in jail today. And then both of them, both of these men, they kept their things a secret, what they were going through a secret. Secrets destroy people. You have to tell somebody. And I'm not saying you have to tell everybody. You do have to be very mindful of who you tell. But if they had told some people who were righteous people, you don't want to tell the wrong people because I know people that be like, okay, let's go get them. No, you don't want that because that will only make things a thousand times worse. And then not only you're in prison, but then a whole bunch of other people are in prison and it doesn't have to be that way. And so you want to always make the righteous choice, but you want to ask God to guide you to whom to speak and share. Then if it is a violent situation and, and you need to get the police involved, you need to get a third party. We have police for a reason. I don't care what anybody says police. Most police do their job and you need to get them involved and let them know what is happening. You're getting threats, you know, from this person, this person that's attacked you, even if you're a man, because I know a lot of people are embarrassed. Men are embarrassed because they're in a relationship. And I remember one time, this was, this had to be, this was about 20 years ago. This guy was giving his testimony and the day that he got married, his wife started attacking him. And the same thing with the man, the older man that is in prison now in Florida, he was saying, you know, throughout the relationship, he had taken pictures where she had attacked him and she knew that she, and I believe him. I believe that old man. I, I, and he knew, she knew that he could do that. She could do that. And he wasn't going to report it. And she knew the power that she had. She knew that her looks and her, and whatever she had was going to keep him and control him and manipulate him. And he lost everything just because of lust. And I'm, I'm doing a whole, I just did a podcast on that on Spotify and I'm going to do one for YouTube, but I called it losing for lust. Lust is causing men to lose everything and it doesn't have to be that way. So don't forget, you have choices. Whatever you do, make the choice to do good. And it may not seem like it at first. I want to encourage you, my dear son, because you are loved and you are prayed for. It may not seem like it at first, but in the end, your blessings will be great when you do the right thing. Do not feel like you have to hurt somebody or take somebody's life or, you know, do something rash to try to do with the problem. There are always many different solutions and you need to sit down. And let me tell you what happened when you start, when you really seek out answers and it's something about this, God, when you, when you kind of put that out there, God will start to show you different things and give you different ideas. And, but you do not have to take law, the law into your own hands or actions that you know will cause you to lose your freedom or to lose your life or to cause greater loss. But you, if you've made a mistake, there may be some consequences. Last but not least, I want to emphasize this. Pray for God to fix it. When you are truly remorseful and you say, God, you know what? I have messed up. I have gotten into a bad situation. I repent. I've made choices based on the wrong things. God fix this. He will fix it. 
And, it, and you don't have to do too much. I, I, I'm He'll take care of it. And he'll do it in different ways. But the person will start to let you go. And they will move on and then they will crash and burn. But you're not involved because you don't have to lose your freedom. And this older guy, he lost everything. Like I said, he lost his freedom, all his money. He had worked hard in his younger days for his wealth. And she got everything. She's living off of all his money. And now he is stuck in a prison and will die in prison. And this young man had his entire life ahead of him. And he just messed around here and got involved. He was thinking with his lower half and not thinking with the right mindset. Ended up having sex with the wrong girl. And again, she didn't deserve to die. But I, I'm not afraid. To, she was a she was a wicked woman, young woman. And he didn't know how to get out. He All he had to do was let her go. And he didn't. And she kept bothering him. And, you know, next thing you know, he thought that all he could do was take her life when he had so many choices. He could have let her go. She wasn't even pregnant. This happens a lot. Some women are pregnant um, sometimes in these situations. But she wasn't even pregnant. And um, and he just let her. He lost everything. And all he had to do was let her go and crash. She would have crashed and burned because she was an alcoholic already in her 20s. Um, and she was going to crash and burn anyway. So that's just what I want you to know. You have choices. God has given you the gift of choice. You need to use it, but do not make the choice to hurt yourself or anyone else. Wow. Well, this concludes this message. I hope that you understand how special you are to God. He, You are his beloved son. He loves you. He wants you to do well. And when you surrender your life to him and you say, I don't, I put him above any other human being. I don't care who that human being is. I put God above and I will do the right thing. And I'm not worried about what anyone will think or what anyone will say or do. I will live for God. I will die for God. I will make righteous decisions no matter what. And yes, you may fall short, but when you make the choice to respond, it's a choice to respond in a righteous way, you will have better in outcomes. And you will have income. Because income, you had that too, but you will have better outcomes. What you don't want to do is lose your freedom, beloved son. You don't want to lose your life. You don't want to lose the things that you have worked so hard to build and to have. And it doesn't have to be this way. You have choices. And depending on every situation is different. I'm not a person that believes in cookie cutting therapies and actions. I believe that you have to do things according to your unique situation. God will guide you and lead you to the right people, to the right places. But the number one thing is make the choice to get out of a toxic relationship. What happened to these two men, an older man and a younger man, happens to men and women all over this country. Every day, somebody is either dying or they're losing their freedom because they didn't understand this powerful gift that God has given us called choice. We never have to choose to hurt anybody, to hurt ourselves. 
we have, and, it, and again, when you make a bad decision, loss is always going to follow. But after loss, there is always learning and there's always gain. When you, when you lose, you know, because you're imperfect, you made a mistake, but you learn from it and you go to God and you repent and you work hard to transform your life, what happens is God is a restorer. He is a redeemer. He will rehabilitate you. He will give you, he will return whatever is lost. Whatever the locust has eaten, he will make sure it is replaced. But you have to surrender to him. But you don't want to make that choice. And I just don't want to see another young man make the wrong choice, an older man make the wrong choice. Well, this is a part of my Mother to Son series. I want to thank you again for listening. Um, you can go to badthoughttherapy.com. There are more episodes. Um, I do a lot of audio. I'm trying again to expand my audience by putting these video presentations on YouTube. But this is not something you have to sit and watch. You can be listening to this as you're driving or as you're walking or as you're cleaning or whatever you do. And I pray that it is a blessing. I am on social media. I don't have a big social media following, but I am on Facebook and Instagram at Bad Thought Therapy. And you always see sunflowers. There's a reason why those sunflowers are there. And then on Twitter at Lose Bad Thoughts. I hope that you will connect. I'm trying to get in the habit of posting. I want to get to the place where I post a positive thought every day on all of those um, platforms and I pray that you will connect with me. I'm Sheree Hardy, by the way, <laughs> and I'm again I'm a full time educator and I, I left teaching for a while and had a business and that's that's what led me to not put off doing a podcast. I met so many broken people, met a lot of beautiful people, and I told God, you know, when it, if I can just do something to put some light out there in the world, more light, I want to be an agent of light. I believe that you are too, and I want to let you know that you are blessed and you are highly favored, and you don't have to give in to the enemy. Don't don't let the enemy use you. He's always trying. He's never going to stop, but you can resist, and when you submit to God and you resist the devil, he will leave you alone, and he will temporarily, he will leave you alone. He'll go bother somebody else, but I don't want to see another um, son of mine on the six o'clock news in prison or dying because of something that did not have to happen. Well, peace and abundant blessings to you. Take care.